0: Much? I don't know how long. I just know that this team and this pitcher need to find a way to hook up for the long haul. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this Pirates 4, Orioles 0, or should I say Mitch Keller 4, Orioles 0. Mitch was just unbelievable. Again, again, 16 straight scoreless innings over these past two games, coming off a shutout, and then yesterday putting together 7 zeros, 13 strikeouts, career high, overwhelming with the heat. With the off-speed movement, with the command, with the poise, I don't even remember what Mitch was like before this. That's the extent to which his pitching has taken a grip on me. I don't even remember what it was like to look at him out there and to squirm and to feel all those... Uh, negative energy-type emotions, he is out there dominating. And you know what else? He's enjoying it. Listen to him after the game yesterday in Baltimore got in the zone honestly i don't even remember who i struck out or how many i think in the i think it was the sixth inning i, I looked up at the board and my, i think i threw a fish and i was trying to see the velo of it and i saw my stat line and it said like 11 i don't know how many strike outside I, I was like oh my god i had no idea so yeah it's kind of cool um once you see that you're like a, kinda, i don't know you're in the zone kind of so as i've been telling you guys this goes back to bradenton He's walking around with a smile on his face. He's relaxed. Nothing's moving him all that much in one direction or the other. He's got his own personal fan club now in A.J. Burnett showing up for the game. A.J. lives in the area, but A.J. still went out of his way to show up, not just for the game yesterday, but for the whole series against the O's. And and Mitch is taking it all In exactly the right stride and spirit that you'd hope. He is becoming, right before our eyes, a star. Now, does that mean that every single time he goes out there, he's going to put up nothing but zeros, that he's going to win the Cy Young, that he's going to Cooperstown? No, just like I was saying through the Pirates' general start in April. All of this stuff has a way of balancing itself out. For all we know, Mitch is going to run into a hot spot. Who knows, even soon. The difference is with performances like these, with the way he's pitched now, not just this season, but going back to the bigger bulk of last season, he's raised his floor even more than he's raised his ceiling. And that's when you, as a baseball management team, develop the kind of confidence that's needed to sign a starting pitcher or really any pitcher to a big, big deal. It's scary stuff, man. Putting pen to paper for pitchers, I don't know that I'd ever have the gumption to do it. I don't know that I'd be able to to sign with a steady hand because on any given day, yeah, don't make me say it, all right? <laughs> but that, okay, unlike maybe any position in North American professional sports, it can just like that all be gone. That's, that's scary. It's scarier for a team like the Pirates than it is for the ones with all the big cash. So what you want to find out as a GM, uh, as a team president, as an owner, this is one of those deals that goes all the way to the owner, is what kind of risk are we running? That is the first and foremost thought. What kind of risk are we running? And if you believe that Mitch's valleys are going to be limited, if you believe that Mitch has found the strength, uh, the belief in his abilities, to bounce back to anything at all approaching this form after things go sour, then that's your guy. Of course, you have to have medicals and all this other stuff here, but you're looking at him. He's under your watch at the moment. This isn't like signing a free agent. You know everything about him, including physically. And on top of that, you know, the term hometown discount gets grossly over-applied in public when it comes to sports in general. Everyone thinks that their player is going to offer them some kind of big bargain. But it's true to an extent. It's true in the sense that the player never makes it to the open market. The player never finds out if there's that one team, because that's all it takes, one, in free agency that just says, hey, we're here to make you the highest paid pitcher in the game. We saw what you were doing in Pittsburgh, and we are ready to pay $40 million a year. I mean, no matter what you think of Bob Nutting and his spending habits, the Pirates legitimately can't handle that. They just can't. There's just way too much percentage of the payroll that's consumed by a single player at, I'm going to say it again, a position that's the greatest risk. But what you can do is you can work out something with a player that says, listen, you've got X number of years left in arbitration. Those are always iffy. Those always benefit the team. So when I say iffy, I mean, from the player standpoint, player goes out and player's just hosed. There's nothing they can do. And we'll do you the courtesy of signing you through your remaining free agent years, and we'll throw on a couple of additional years into free agency. So we do you a solid, you do us a solid. A couple of years of arbitration, guaranteeing your pay, no matter what happens in that span. And in return, you come back and give us a couple of years of what would have been your free agency time. Now, these aren't deals. I can tell you this way in advance that will look, sound, or feel anything like the Brian Reynolds, Brian Hayes deals. You're not going to see the Pirates sign a pitcher of this apparent caliber for eight years. I don't think you'd see them do it if they wanted to because of the risk. But there's no harm whatsoever in getting another couple years of this extraordinary pitcher meaning on top of his arbitration years. And, oh, by the way, in all likelihood, getting his best years. You're getting him at his peak, in his prime. Not everyone, to say the least, is wired like a Justin Verlander where they can do it forever. When we come back, J1Q. This segment's brought to you by Family Table, a local company that brings delicious food to busy families. They offer family-style complete meals or a la carte items like lean proteins, perfect for muscle building and weight loss. If you aren't local, gift cards are also available for your Pittsburgh-based family and friends. Go to FamilyTablePGH.com and use the code DK20 for 20% off and free delivery on your first order by noon today for Thursday Delivery. Today's J1Q comes from a man, Donnie, who asks, what specifically will we be learning about Derek Shelton in the midst of this drastic downturn? You know, Donnie, I, I don't know. I don't know because... This hasn't been experienced in his tenure. You can almost take his first three years, especially the pandemic year, and throw them out. The only thing that was to be learned about Shelton was what he stressed from a developmental standpoint and how he conducted himself throughout. And both, for the most part, were passing grades. But from the moment this team took off last month, when they went 20-8, The whole script changes, because now you're watching, A, how he handles a winner, and now this. How does he handle when the thing just flips upside down on him, as it has? Yeah, I mean, the win yesterday was nice. The other win within the past 13 games also came with Mitch pitching. That's not... A formula for success. That's a formula that'll get you to 40 and 122 at the end of the year. All right. It doesn't work. But this gives me the opportunity to add that Saturday night in Baltimore, after another complete egg offensively, just a another awful night of awful at bats, awful everything at the plate. And actually, to be blunt here, an awful lineup, meaning what Ben Charrington had given Shelton to work with and what Shelton did with what he had to work with. But he had a meeting with the team afterward. It wasn't long. And he advised everyone to just basically chill. Take each pitch as it comes. Don't be multiplying, don't be magnifying previous at-bats, lumping them in with the at-bat that you're currently having. Don't feel like you need to hit a seven-run homer to get out of the slump. One pitch at a time. Sounds like nothing, right? Sounds like... You know, in the moment you hear that uh, as someone who follows a team and go, uh, yeah, okay, go get them, boys. But that actually in baseball is what you need to do. Baseball is not football. You don't go in there screaming, it doesn't do anything unless you see lack of effort. And that's obviously not in play here. What you do to an extent, don't laugh at this, but you kind of need to treat it like golf. You know, you don't see golfers having anybody yell at them when things are going bad. Why? Because they're already taking it harder than anyone. What you actually need them to do is to lighten up a little. So what does Shelton do? He gets to the ballpark yesterday morning. He and Don Kelly fill out a lineup card that puts the one chill guy at the very top. Those of you who read my columns on DK Pittsburgh Sports will remember that Last week, the final game of the homestand, I wrote that all that the Pirates needed to do was to follow Kutch's example for how chill he is when he goes into the box. When I talked to him about it afterward, he he said, yeah, basically, that's true. I hope everybody does watch what I'm doing. So they put Kutch at the top of the lineup. Kutch goes out there, gets a base hit, scores a run, just like that. And everything comes with a little bit of a different feel. I'm not gonna sit here and give Shelton credit for the second win in 13 games, but he kind of deserves some credit for engineering whatever it was that led to the general mindset that allowed the team to gasp, score four runs for the first time all month. Maybe, maybe we learned a little bit right there, Donnie. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do another one of these tomorrow.